and now for something completely different. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those of you who are taking a break from Pornhub, it's time once again for something completely different. And this time, you just might have to listen closely. Brian Wilson's my name. You know who you are. Joe Ted's driving the bus as usual. And as a former radio and TV talk show host, now diligent podcaster, I've been following the talking heads and pundits scribblers closely on this FBI Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago raid thing. And I got to tell you, if they had what I have here right now, a whole lot of this raving gab fest would be over. We could all return to our regularly scheduled boredom and wait for the results. Let's go through this. Here's the deal. Ever since that fateful raid, every mainstream media outlet, cable channel, talk show host, blogger, and podcaster is trying to come up with the perfect answer to the big question, why? Why did some 30 FBI agents armed with real, ugly, black, actual assault rifles swarm into President Trump's home, rummaging through everything, including Melania's undie drawers? After the massively bad nationwide reaction, polls showed that independents and even a lot of Democrats were not real thrilled by the strong-arm tactics of the FBI stormtroopers. And why did Attorney General Marvin Gardens wait four days to come out of his cave, only to monotone a total gas bag statement that said nothing beyond announcing he signed the search warrant and subtly threatening Americans everywhere if they had the temerity to badmouth his Justice Department, all patriotic, all-American, jackbooted Boy Scouts. Now, so far, all we've heard are speculative answers ranging from treason and sedition by former President Trump for having some boxes of paper under lock and key, to flaunting America's nuclear secrets on Craigslist, to failing to brush after every meal. But now, barely a week later, enough of the storm on Drong has passed leaving a lot of red faces, loose ends, misdirections, distractions, glittering generalities, and a lot of partisan bullshit littering up the national conversation. But no hardcore answers. Now, a lot of the reason for that is the people who think they have the answers really don't, and those with the answers ain't talking. And what they do say is just bloviated obfuscation. The cat in the bag better stay in there, or all of this is going to break loose in a very messy fashion. The deep state players behind all this will go to any lengths to see to it that the cat of truth does not make it out of the burlap. Now, that may be too late already, as the gang that can't shoot straight, headed up by all the usual suspects, hasn't been able to silence everyone, everywhere, all the time, despite that being their biggest wet dream, specifically. Two writers have provided plausible explanations for how we got here and why. In the interest of truth and facts, you might want to avail yourself of these articles that these men have published. The links are posted below. First up, Don Serber, a retired newspaper reporter in West Virginia. Here's some of the highlights from his blog. When President Trump changed his residence from New York City to Florida, all of us smart fellows said, it was to avoid state income taxes. As usual, Trump had something up his sleeve besides his arm. In March, he filed a RICO lawsuit that says Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee formed a racketeer-influenced corrupt organization. They created the Russiagate host to discredit and undermine his presidency. 
This really was an attempted coup and sedition. He filed it in federal court in Florida. Now, while Trump had to take on the FBI, the intelligence community, and the media all simultaneously, he either learned or understood all along that nincompoops run these organizations. If, for example, Obama's the smartest man in the room, maybe your room is dumb. Trump himself said, and he was correct, they're not after me, they're after you. I'm just in the way. The January 6th hearing failed to ignite public outrage. The hair-on-fire hysteria begat scandal fatigue. Democrats and the FBI kept saying Trump is a criminal, but they list no crimes he committed. The RICO lawsuit has him on the offensive because the case in Florida, MAGA country, is not D.C., maggot country. This led to the raid last week. Obama and the FBI wanted to discredit Trump and also confiscate any incriminating evidence Trump has against him. As I mentioned here, posted on Facebook and on my blog, this raid was not to see what they had on him. It was to see what he had on them. In a story over at Zero Hedge, which, by the way, is a news aggregator everyone should check out every day for unvarnished stories you won't see most anywhere else. It said about a dozen members of the Republican Study Committee met with Trump over dinner at his golf club in New Jersey a day after the raid. What was his reaction? Congressman Tory Neals of Texas said, I didn't see Donald Trump sweating at all last night. I didn't see him in the least bit concerned. Trump shouldn't sweat. Hillary and the FBI should, unquote. And that brings me to Jim Kunstler, another pretty well-known blogger who wrote a spot-on spot summary. Here's some of the juicy parts. It should be pretty obvious that the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago was an attempt to seize evidence likely to be used in former President Donald Trump's civil lawsuit in the Southern Florida Federal District Court against Hillary Clinton and associated defendants in and out of government for the defamation and racketeering operation known as Russiagate. And in any future criminal proceedings that might grow out of congressional investigations to come against officials past and present in the DOJ and FBI. Over the weekend, independent journalist Paul Sperry reported that many of the same FBI officers involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid happened to be subjects of special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of Russiagate. Has some of them already been hauled into grand juries? We don't know. But with the Mar-a-Lago caper, it looks like the law enforcement apparatus of the federal government is seeking to suppress evidence of its own long-running criminal enterprise. The January 6th show trial in Congress has failed to galvanize the country's attention and may have foundered in its attempt to find grounds for a criminal referral against the former president that would take him off the playing field. So now, this. Former President Trump is not without resources and recourse, though the news media does not follow it, the Trump v. Clinton lawsuit trial continues, and it might not go so well for Mrs. Clinton and her friends. Democrats know they're in trouble in the court on the RICO lawsuit. They spent $6 million to compile a fake dossier to delegitimize Trump's presidency. That's a tort, so make them pay. The FBI raid put them in trouble in the court of public opinion, unquote. That news item from Paul Sperry that he tweeted out, when all the documents are finally declassified and all the redactions removed from reports, the nation will see 
this FBI and CIA not only knew Russia collusion allegations against Trump were a political dirty trick, but they were also in on the trick, unquote Paul Sperry. So like so many things in Washington politics, especially when it comes with the duplicity and prevarications of the whoring media, it's the unseen and unforgotten things that gradually, but sometimes suddenly, come back around to bite you in the butt. So watch carefully. We will. This very well could be one of those times. I tell you, the great writers of skullduggery and international intrigue all together would have had a hard time cobbling together this cross between Jason Bourne, James Bond, and the Three Stooges. If it wasn't such a serious threat to the peace and security of the Republic, it would almost be fun to watch. Maybe Rod Serling wasn't crazy after all. Well, until next time, whenever that may be, that's it for something completely different. Make sure to drop by the old website, brianwilson.net. Check out the books I've written up there and some other stuff. Make sure to like our new Facebook page for as long as that lasts. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll always receive some hysterical warning of our next pod. Brian Wilson, along with our bus driver and Tupperware host, Joe Ted, thanks for listening. Pull the plug, Joe. <laughs>